gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with Renaissance Woman, Melissa Itell Duran. And Melissa... Welcome, first of all, and and second of all, uh, wow, what a what a couple of weeks the Democrats have had. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, listen, it, the, the the scary thing is if somebody else gave him the ice cream, then uh, I'm I'm sure it is vanilla. If he took it himself, it very well could be chalk. It could be <laughs> it could <laughs> it could be anything. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. But it's, uh, look, a, a, a very, a very rough week for him and Democrats everywhere. No, this is a biggie. This is a disaster, what just happened. And it's, we're talking about Afghanistan, and if, and if people were living under a rock, um, some moves by President Biden turned out to be Disastrous. I, I haven't heard the latest statistics, but there were 30,000 Americans still in Afghanistan. And it was, um, you know, it's scary. Of course, we want them out first and foremost. Second, secondly, the, the folks in Afghanistan that have trusted us, that have worked with us. By the way, I have a brother-in-law. My wife's uh, brother is a brigadier general, retired brigadier general, and he served, yeah, he served in Afghanistan and he served in, in Iraq, but he said in, in Afghanistan especially, he's very concerned because so many of the people there were assets for us. They were, they were helping us uh, interpret uh, the, uh, you know, and, and you know, what's, what's the other word? Uh, uh, like decipher information. They were showing us where caves were. They were showing us where whatever was. And basically the military had promises from the various presidents, and it's been four now, you know, with Biden. That, uh, that everything will be okay. Don't worry. You won't be harmed. Uh, we're not going to pull out and leave you hanging. And, and guess what? We pulled out and left them hanging. And God only knows what's going to happen to the poor women and, and young girls over there. Oh, my God, that was heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Yeah, well, a lot of people are. I don't know, you know, not the people you mentioned, but, you know, even Menendez, you know, Senator Menendez from New, New Jersey. Boy, he ripped Biden to shreds, and that was a buddy of his. And, and a lot of his 
Yeah, a lot of the Democrats are ripping them to shreds. Uh, and the media, you know, the everyone from CNN to uh, MSNBC, well, I haven't seen MSNBC, but, um, and CNBC and all of that, but they, there's a lot of, uh, you know, the media uh, uh, is abandoning, uh, abandoning uh, uh, Bi- uh, Biden on this whole thing, and, and President Biden is looking at a, you know, a major crisis in his presidency, and it's, it's pretty quick. And by the way, this isn't a little one. This is a biggie. And and international leaders are watching all over the place. People that we may, you know, be defending one day or may be, you know, facing down with one day. Uh, any way you look at it, Melissa, this is a disaster. Yeah. 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 It, it's it, terrible. Uh, you mentioned, I think, off mic about, you know, like, are they talking, you know, some people talking about impeaching them and, and everything else. But then, you know, some people on the other side will say, well, be careful what you wish for, because then you get uh, you get Kamala Harris. And is that any better? And I'm not passing judgment, but a lot of people will be passing judgment. And and right now the Democratic Party is in, even though they're in control, they're in control of the White House, uh, locally, uh, everywhere that you look, um, I, you know, this is going to affect local Democrats everywhere in the country. Yeah, I mean, but what do you what do you think? Have you heard talk about impeachment? Yeah. You know, it could be beneficial in the long run. You know, you only get eight years as president. And I'm saying beneficial for Kamala, not for not necessarily for the country. But what you just said, you, you if you get in there, then you uh, then there's other uh, you know, you, you, you get another term and you get another term like this is the way around only eight years. And if um, if this happens, then then the people who wanted Kamala Harris from from the get go and didn't want Joe Biden uh, get her for, you know, up to 11 years, let's say. Uh, Frank McKay, Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Melissa, I tell is where everyone should go. Frank McKay here with Melissa. Uh, yeah. Think about that. 11 years. That's that's a whole decade plus of Kamala Harris. Oh my! Look what's happened in seven months. <laughs> wow! Unbelievable. 
unbelievable. <laughs> That's unbelievable. But look at what's happened in seven months. This is seven months. The Grand Canyon? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, let, listen, let's face it. I mean, let, let's face it. This is a potential. This is a potential uh, boon for Kamala Harris and all those folks who wanted her. And it's horrible to talk like that because there's, you know, you know there's serious consequences here. I mean, uh, you know, the, the Taliban is, you know, these aren't choir boys. I mean, these are, these are folks that, yeah. Well, I'm. Right. Yeah, it's it's frightening. And, you know, someone said to me yesterday, oh, my gosh, this is scary. I did an interview in Massachusetts on this and it's just kind of an impromptu on some show. They called and they say, hey, can you can you spend a little time? And they wanted to say what uh, they wanted to ask. What is Long Island talking about with uh, with Afghanistan? And, and I, I mentioned what I said about the the assets. And, you know, the, what my brother-in-law said, he said, was he talking about the assets, the 83 billion or whatever, you know, the, the billions and billions of dollars worth of military equipment that we're leaving behind? And I said, are we, <laughs> I don't even know that. Are we leaving billions of dollars worth of military equipment behind? Is the Taliban just going to take that and become, you know, a superpower in the region? Yeah, I mean, it's scary. And uh, I can't imagine the Taliban is all that crazy about Israel either. Yeah. No doubt about it. And by the way, I, I certainly have the greatest respect for our military. Um, just, a, you know, an amazing job that they can do if the politicians don't get in their way. And, you know, here's a case where I think the military was saying, don't do it. Don't do it like this and, and whatever. I, I don't know. How did it unfold, Melissa? I mean, how did what did when did you first hear that was there was trouble afoot and everything uh, um, everything was going awry because it is a disaster and it happened quickly. Uh, when did you first hear? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it, it did. That's what it reminded me of, Saigon and, and people, you know, the helicopters leaving and just abandoning the people that, that stuck with us. Yeah, this looks like a disaster now, a disaster. And you haven't heard much about Afghanistan 
all of these years. The Taliban was just waiting, and they, they figured, okay, sooner or later, somebody's going to get in there, and they're going to pull him out. Do you think Trump would have pulled out? He, was, he, he laid the groundwork to kind of pull out. I was going to say, maybe he's in that same cave that Osama uh, bin Laden was hanging in. For, uh, he's disappeared. I, I said the same thing. What happened to him? What happened to Blinken? And I, I had high hopes for him, kind of, you know, and I, I thought he was, was going to be uh, like a bright star in this. And, you know, what happened? What, what did he say? What kind, of advice, what kind of advice did he give President Biden on this? Yeah. No, what did, yeah, oh, that, well, listen, that's for sure. What did, um, what did Kamala Harris have to say about anything? Has she made any comments whatsoever on any of this? Yeah, well, she's thinking, you know, I'll just be quiet and then I'll roll my eyes when I say, hey, you know, President Biden's doing a good job, you know, and and <laughs> she'll give a little wink and a nod to us that don't worry, I'm here. I'm here. I'll be I'll be waiting to take over. He really doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Let's make her emperor. Let's let's make Kamala emperor. Yeah. Well, let's you know. Look. Let's let's see how bad this gets. What is Biden saying? I, you know. Uh, what is his response to the the the? I was going to say criticism, but the the fiasco. I mean, let's not sugarcoat it. I mean, this is a disaster. There is nothing. Good that you can you can't even you know you can't put like they said you can't put lipstick on a pig and you know and and even if you can try the mascara you know uh, he's never ever uh, he's he's never ever going to be able to just shrug this off this is a this is a major thing he's got to make uh, you know some kind of changes on it is he changing his policy at all is I mean he's not gonna is he sending the troops back in. Uh, and what about the 30,000 American people that are over there now? President Clinton.
Yeah. Wow. God. Yeah, you almost wonder, like, why did he even do the interview? And Stephanopoulos, I mean, that's he, he's a he should be a Biden guy. You know, he's a, you know, he's a Clinton guy. And, um, you know, he's I'm, I'm sure they have a long standing history, those two guys. And and, um, you know, it, it, you can't get a kinder. Uh, drawer for an interview. I mean, they picked him. They obviously picked Stephanopoulos, and uh, you know, like, boy, if you can't if you can't handle George Stephanopoulos and your president Biden, you're in a lot of trouble. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, I mean, he would. Oh, right, Bill O'Reilly or Hannity would destroy him. You know? No. <laughs> Just amazing. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, MelissaItellJoran.com is where everyone should go. And, and again, uh, Melissa has done such great work over the, uh, over the years on uh, the, not only on the show, but in two separate documentaries on books. And she's a, 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 an author of uh, multiple books. And we'll get into all of that one day. But uh, right now, we're talking about a, really a disaster in the Democratic Party and, you know, folks that are running for local office, you know, in, in your area, you got Laura Curran, right, who's the county executive. And, you know, this this affects her, as does uh, Andrew Cuomo. And again, Andrew Cuomo, for those, you know, not paying attention, uh, boy, he um, he got himself off of the front page. And I bet he's thinking right now, maybe, you know, now that this Afghanistan thing happened, maybe 
I shouldn't have resigned yet. Maybe I should have stalled out a little bit because this is taking him off the front page. And, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't know. I, I, I think there's there's some good housing values in Afghanistan right now. If he, <laughs> I would I would pay a shipment, you know, if he wants to go over there and and maybe uh, maybe do well. I mean, his opinion of women and the Taliban's uh, opinion of women. I'm not saying that's the same, but it's uh, you know it's not too far off. I mean, women women aren't highly regarded by uh, by Governor Cuomo. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we, we're getting there. I mean, we're, we're certainly we're certainly uh, approaching second world. You know, what's I don't know what the second world is. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's just crazy. I, one thing I want to say, one one thing I want to say about these burkers and things like this, and and I know people say, oh, it's customary and it's all this. I I was doing, I was doing a TV interview, and I was really I was taken aback. Um, I was interviewing a, a woman who did a lot of life coaching, a lot of life coaching and uh, over in Dubai and for some very rich folks. And and we it started out just being, a, you know, regular, you know, regular interview. And and it turned into something much, much more. Um, and one of the things that came up and I, I said about the, you know, about the burkas and, and, you know, the heat and and whatever. And and she said. And out of nowhere, and this is, you know, with a lot of her clientele being 
Arab men uh, that that the concern I said is the concern, um, uh, you know, that we don't know what's under those burkas. In other words, like, well, I'm saying bruises, you know, bruises and bumps and, and everything. Oh, oh, that, yeah, well, that, yeah, that, that's, that's a whole, that's a whole different note, but I'm, I'm thinking about from their standpoint, uh, right? Why do they want them covered up? Because then you could do to your your wife, your your daughters, whatever the hell you want to physically, and you don't have to be embarrassed with them walking around with bruises all over. And you know, uh, to me, I, I'm uh, look, I'm not anti-Arab, but I'll tell you what. I mean, anybody that wants to keep their uh, half of their population, their women, covered up uh, from head to toe. I'm I'm suspicious. Like what's on, what's going on behind closed doors? What's uh, you, you know what are we talking about here? I mean, take those things off. Let the people. And by the way, never mind the heat, the oppressive uh, uh, heat that is oh desert heat or whatever is uh, is you want to call it in Afghanistan. But can you imagine wearing? A, a burqa and and being covered from head to toe and just the slits of your eyes with that temperature being there terrible yeah well the, the this is the worst i mean the the uh, taliban i i don't know who's uh who, who in the who in the world is is worse than the taliban but they are they're up there they're up there with with a lot of folks. I mean, look, I, I don't think I don't think China has a great track record. I don't think, you know, certainly Philippines and uh, and and uh, you know different places in Asia. And and again, without research or statistics in front of me, I shouldn't just start naming countries. But th there is a lot of oppression of women, and and the Taliban is uh, is right there with the uh, with the with the worst of the bunch and you know historically i mean I, I i don't look things have gotten better uh you know certainly here and in different places and in civilized places but i i mean the the treatment that women get um in in afghanistan and under the taliban um you know is you know comparable to what what was happening in in you know the uh, you know the turn of the millennial you know the, the millennium the 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 first millennium back in in the age of Christ I, I mean imagine what what women were uh, were dealing with biblical times what uh, what women were dealing with and and what you could you know the rule of thumb which is just disgraceful right but the rule of thumb was based on on the stick the size of the stick that you could use to to beat your wife with. In other words, like you could, it could only be the the size of a thumb. I, I'll tell you what. All kidding aside, what's happening here is an absolute human disaster, and it's it's not only a political disaster. It's not only a uh, a a policy disaster. But what we've done, and, and again, first and foremost, I'm I'm being egocentric centric here. Uh, I want the thirty thousand Americans back safely. I want our people back safely. But uh, we've just put women. Uh, in, in in a whole country in the hands of uh, of the devil and and basically the Taliban are going to treat these folks like animals and and treat the women uh, as, like 
you know, people would would have hundreds of years ago or even thousands of years ago. Your thought on all of that, Melissa? Yep. Just it's absolutely amazing. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Melissa Itell is where to go to watch the documentaries. And uh, she's uh, she's wonderful. Binge listen to everything we've been doing. We have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shows you can kind of cherry pick throughout. And uh, again, always you will always get a straight take on on society's issues with Melissa and proud to be her co-host Frank McKay here so much more importantly Melissa I tell John what's next for Biden what does he do what does he do to try to um, damage control I mean this is major damage and and I don't know that that he's up to it um, you don't think he resigns over this do you <laughs> right. <laughs> wow.
Oh. Oh. Yep. <laughs> no, uh, you know, but th- th- what what a thing to say. No one's been killed yet, and you, you, yeah, knock on wood, no less. So he's su- he's superstitious. Yeah. Yeah, amazing, and and well, I mean, this is a disaster. There's no way to, there's no way to sugarcoat what's going on. It's an unmitigated disaster, and I don't know. I mean, does he just, does he walk away and hope people uh, ignore it? We're going to be seeing, we're going to be seeing Taliban, um, you know, see you mentioned social media. We're going to see uh, Taliban uh, propaganda coming, and 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 it's it, we're going to turn around and say, well, what what did we accomplish in Afghanistan? Where did we go? And and you know the bottom line is that we didn't accomplish anything there. It's um, yeah, really, it's just a disaster. And I, you know, I feel terrible for the the troops that were over there. And you know, uh, you know, again, I mentioned family, yeah. But I mean, that were there and that fought and thought, hey, you know, we we brought some freedom. We uh, you know, th- there were oppressed women, and we put. You know, and and the second they leave, it's it's over again, and it, it, it's it's a disaster. Well, I you know, look, I asked it. What's uh, what's next for uh, President Biden? We don't know what's next, but let's let's speculate before we uh, before we leave. Uh, what what could he do? What what is what are the possibilities for Joe Biden to do? I mean, he can't send military folks back in there, right? I mean, he can't do that. Um, can he? I mean, you know, can he threaten to do it? Um, you know, he can't start a war all over again. That'll be worse than uh, than what just happened. Uh, what what could he do, Melissa? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yep. He, yeah. I, I, well, we'll 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 know it by heart by the next time we talk. Yep. Yeah. Terrible. I. I You know, the, the final thought on this, and it's a terrible one, is that we're about 20 years, almost 20 years uh, to the day of 9-11, and I thought we were going to come and there were going to be the uh, the memorials and the, uh, I don't want to say t celebration, it's not celebration, the memorials and the, uh, and, and the yeah, commemoration of the, of the losses that we had here, and, and you Figured maybe it's going to go without, uh, without uh, you know, too much uh, conflict, and then we'll be able to mourn and we'll be able to mourn our losses uh, once again twenty years later. Now, I'm worried that uh, that there's some extremists out there, and they're saying this is a perfect time to do something, and all of our counterterrorism folks are on extra alert. And, you know, the, the weakness or the, the perceived weakness of the United States is out there. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very worried about this anniversary coming up. Yep. You know that's what he's saying. No, uh, no, uh, no, certainly not. But the thing is, the Democrats are teeing it up for them. You know, here in New York, between Cuomo and and now at the top in the White House, being such a disaster, it's it's, it's a terrible year to run for Democrats, Melissa. Great job, as always. Uh, boy, we're going to be talking about this. Unfortunately, we're going to be talking about this situation again. And uh, I don't know that there's um, 
I, I'm not optimistic about what uh, what's going on and and what could be done, and uh, you know if there's if there's a ray of optimism, it's uh, you know it certainly didn't come out of that Stephanopoulos uh, interview. Melissa, thank you very much. And to everyone out there, thank you very much for, for listening. And uh, to military personnel and the folks who have loved ones over in Afghanistan, there's 30,000 of them over there, and hopefully uh, they're, they're getting out. It's systematically being removed safely. You know, our prayers are with you, and, and our thoughts are with you and your families. And uh, to everyone out there, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, MelissaItelJoran.com is where to go to watch the documentaries. We'll see everyone next time on the Melissa Itell Jorn Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.